Hello, friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of All New Snap Judgments. As always, I am Roy Rogers, and joining me today is my friend and yours, Aaron Glazer. Glazer, my friend, how are you doing? Did you survive the storm in the middle of the week here on the East Coast of the United States where everyone lost their mind? Quite understandably, because it did rain a lot down here. So, I mean, we got all of like three inches of snow. It was it was a very unimpressive snowstorm for us down in Westchester. Did you even get a two hour delay the next day? No, nothing. It was like there was nothing. It was a nothing. nothing. Well, sad, sad, sad winter here. I do want to wish, excuse me, our loyal listeners and loyal viewers a happy new year. Sorry that I missed last week's episode. I'll also give folks a heads up. I have a professional responsibility. I will be missing next week's episode. So you get a nice little interregnum of Roy. But Glazer, who is our very special guest joining us this week, my friend? I mean, our guests are just no big deal. Just <laughs> some kid and no big yeah. deal. Is that, is that right? Oh, wait, wait. How can she even snap? Um, We've got No Big Deal and the uh-huh. kid of a wonderful podcast. No Big Deal. Tell us about your pod. Oh, thanks for the intro, Glazer. Uh, you know, me and the kid, we're, we're brothers uh, from the same mother. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, biological <laughs> like, bros. Uh, we just cool. talk about Marvel Snap and ramble for like an hour and a half to two hours every week. Uh, it's a great time. It's for the filthy casual. Uh, the, you know, we don't, we don't go too serious, no, not too deep into the meta stuff, but uh, we're getting some interesting discussions over there. And uh, yeah, it's a good time. It's on, on YouTube, Spotify, all that stuff. The kid, how you doing? Sell not it. bad, not bad. Hey, thanks for, thanks for having us on here. Yeah, we have a, a fun little podcast. How can she snap on all almost all platforms? It's hilarious. Um, me and her brother just mess around and, uh, you know, we pretend like we know what we're talking about, even though we have no clue. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. Uh, it's an excuse for us to hang out and have a good time. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for having us on. It's uh, amazing to be here. It's going to be awesome. I mean, you you sucked it up and had me on, so... <laughs> I, I had to. I had like that was a fun. Ep- we we went for a long was, time on that. That was a good. That was that, a good. Ep- it was a blast. And then you one up me with Nerf Herder immediately. <laughs> Real quick here, though, <laughs> gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, just be specific for our loyal listeners and loyal viewers. If they would like to become your loyal listeners or your loyal viewers, where specifically are there your Twitter or excuse me, as we call it on the show X, all right, no, handle we don't, we or don't. your. Uh, you know your youtube like right. just give us give us the details give us the details all right so as possible. Uh, you could find me the kid on twitter uh the kid underscore snap um our youtube channel is uh at the the super snap bros um and then if you want to find our podcast it's just um there's links all over the place all over those uh both those sites but you know if you type in how can she snap and spotify apple all you know it'll show up in all those Awesome, awesome. No big deal. Do you have an uh, an X account or whatever social name you want to use for Elon Musk? Yeah, site? I just uh, I just made one like two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, just no no big deal underscore snap. But yeah, man, you know I've started to respond to stuff. I've already got challenged on there, so you know uh, to a, to a one v one conquest. So you know it's heating up a bit in the in the in the X streets <laughs> out there. So very, very spicy. Uh, and, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, friends. Uh, if you, our loyal listeners and loyal viewers, like to engage with us on social media, we are have our own sort of hellscape account on 
X, Y, or Z, whatever Elon is calling it in between hits on his vape pen, is, and that is at SnapJudgeCast. We are extremely proud and excited to be Marvel Snap Zone's official podcasting partner, which means that we, well, by we, I mean Glazer, is extremely active on the Marvel Snap Zone Discord. There is an awesome community of people there. It is the best large Discord in all of Marvel Snap. So please click the link in the descriptions of this episode on your friendly neighborhood podcatcher or on YouTube and join the Discord, join the community, and... It's just awesome, awesome, awesome. Support Marvel Snap Zone, which, again, we are very happy to be the official podcasting partner of. You can also reach us on email, which is snapjudgmentspodcast at gmail.com. We'll do our best to reach out to you if we can find your email through the kick spam that Glazer got our account flooded with. We (laughs) now, but there are two very important initiatives that we need to remind our loyal listeners and loyal viewers about. We will start first and foremost with the YouTube. So each and every day, including weekend days, but not Saturdays, right, Aaron? Did I get it right that time? Yeah, everything but Saturday. This goes everything, out on Saturdays. Everything but Saturdays is uh, at Snap Judgments Pod for our YouTube channel with Glazer's almost every day of the week daily YouTube show. Glazer, if our loyal listeners were to become our loyal viewers, what would they find on the YouTube right now? Right over on the YouTube right now, we're doing just like ridiculously big videos. We did our first four deck day yesterday because I had too many decks and I couldn't decide. We're doing a custom card challenge in conjunction with our friend Drew Berry over at Drew Berry Snap. We've got, as always, all the bundle guides, all the decks, um, and we get them to you faster than everyone else. Like th- that Zuns deck, that Black Knight deck that everyone played, mm-hmm. we had that like a solid four or five days before anyone else. So if you want to stay ahead of the meta, it's where to go. Awesome, awesome. Another way to stay ahead of the meta is to support this show. And by this show, I really mean Glazer on Patreon. <laughs> so Glazer, why don't you go to the next slide and you can show our loyal listeners and loyal viewers one of the benefits that you get. So by supporting the show on Patreon, there's a whole variety of benefits. Like right now, for our $10 tier, you can listen to Glazer and I review every single card released in the year of our Lord 2023. But there's other awesome (laughs) benefits that you get as well. Like what's this benefit that our loyal viewers can see on the screen right now and you're going to read for our loyal listeners? The $10 Patreon tier comes with questions for our podcast guests. So our first question is, models would like to ask... You each, what's your go-to archetype, and when did it quit click with you? We'll start with the kid. Um, go-to archetype? That's a good question. I don't really have one go-to archetype. I kind of just play a mishmash of everything and what I'm feeling in the moment, you know, and I just want to play what's most fun. Um, go-to for Infinity Conquest is Hella for sure, because um, I don't care, and I just <laughs> usually do it on the last day, and I just snap every single time. So I, you know, let the gods decide, basically. Um, go to archetype, I guess, if I'm getting down on ladder and I just, you know, if I'm in a funk, I'll probably just go with a standard Darkhawk list because they play themselves and they're usually really good. So, nice. yeah. No big. Well, you know, got, got to point out the kid is a filthy Galactus enjoyer. He just didn't want to say it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he doesn't want to get blazed <laughs> on the podcast immediately. Got it. But yeah, for me, usually I'd uh, like discard or Cerebro, I would say one of those two. 
or or lockdown. Discard Cerebro, lockdown would be my top three for sure. Nice. Which kind of discard? Hella or Apocalypse? Usually, almost always uh, targeted Hella specifically. But I mean, you know, I like the Black Knight stuff. But I just got Black Knight, you know, when it came out recently. So uh, that's like a new one I've been messing with. So yeah, I like the Black Knight, but uh, I like targeted Hella, no Invisible Woman uh, type of discard stuff. Uh, that, that stuff's really fun to me. Awesome. Min, who is also one of our guests next week, wants to know how you feel about the extra card per month and if it, affect, uh, if it affects your card opening plans. And then let's just discuss that they're releasing an extra card per month in the process of this one. Yeah, I mean, it just affects my wallet um, more than anything. Uh, I think for, I, I know we have this discussion a lot. For me, I personally, being i mean and now now that i got echo i'm collection complete so being like collection or near collection complete it's not like a huge huge deal but when you're not it's a way bigger deal and i feel bad for those people who didn't you know or they're having a harder time like i know we talked about this a couple of weeks ago like you know if you when they had the pool three and you could pay a thousand tokens to get pool three cards you know that was nice um or per week or whatever when it was much easier it's mm-hmm. harder now to get through the pool three grind. So this is, I feel for those people for me, it won't affect me too, too much. You know, I don't want to sound pretentious or anything, but like, it just, it is what it is. Um, but yeah. So I, and is it every month now too? They're having an extra card. I didn't do the math on the, the next two I mean, months. According to the data mines. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this a lot a couple of weeks ago on Glazer when mm-hmm. you came on, uh, this was the first thing we talked about. Um, I think more cards is always good. Uh, it's just the the price of the cards is is really the 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 core issue, right? It's the six k tokens that mm-hmm. the card costs. I mean, that's a lot of you know real life money to get to six k tokens, right? If you know you don't get it through your your daily missions or or whatever else you're doing. So um, I I like I I don't th- I can't f- find it in my heart to be mad that we're getting an extra card each month. I think that's a really good thing. And again, like Kid said, if your collection complete, I mean, it's like Christmas. Like it's it's awesome. You get more cards to play with. Like I mean, shit, last week I got like six new cards, you know, just because the series drops and all, all these uh, cards. So, um, yeah, I think I don't think it's the new card that's the issue. It's the price of the cards. It's mm-hmm. how many cards are series five. And it's like, you know, Howard goes to series four. He doesn't go straight to three. Like, you know, Jeff and uh, Nebula are still series five cards. Th- this is the the issue with the monetization. I, I think an extra card is always a good thing, in my opinion. So, and this is, I'm pretty sure, a feature, not a bug. Mm-hmm. The rate at which they nerf and buff cards means that, like, it's really hard to make informed decisions if your budget is limited. Yeah, for it, sure. So that's, like, a way to get people to spend more on the game, and I don't think that's, like, especially hidden, that, like, if Hercules is not bought by more people and continues to underperform, they're going to make it a 3-5. Like, we're all just sort of waiting for it to be mm-hmm. a 3-5, right? Mm-hmm. And once it's a 3-5, it's an extremely powerful card, and then we go on from there. Um, and, like, but then all the people who didn't buy it, if that becomes a meta thing, are like, crap. And then the next time this happens, they feel like they have to buy the card. And I think that's a little bit shady, bluntly. Um, but it is what their standard seems to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's kind of the blessing and the curse with this game, right? Because then there's other games that, you know, I've played like Hearthstone where like you get stuck in a meta for like six months and they don't change anything. <clears throat> so you're just playing the same thing for six months and it gets so stale, you know? 
So the nice thing with this is they change it every couple of weeks. But then the crappy thing is exactly what you said is that you don't, people don't know how, what to invest in. And then you have, you know, I feel bad for like you, like bigger content creators who are like, you're trying to recommend things to people and then it gets nuked two weeks mm-hmm. later. Or you say, hey, this card's crap. And then they buff it like Black Knight's a good example of that, right? Mm-hmm. Or like it wasn't that great. And then they made it good. It's a really good card, mm-hmm. you know, or they have really good cards and then they nuke them. And it's like, yeah. how, how can you how can you recommend things to people? It's it's tough. It's almost impossible to recommend anything long-term at this point. Anything you get is a short-term buy. You're buying stuff for the two months they let it be meta, unless it's Loki, which will apparently just straight up, they'll never, ever touch. But um, <laughs> short short of Loki, like everything, and Thanos, I guess, everything has like a two-month shelf life. Yeah, I think, uh, like, I mean, we, me and the kid talk about this a lot. Uh, like a couple months ago, we were talking about this where, I almost would look at it more like, you know, I hate to take like a kind of a weak stance on it, but like cards that you think are going to be fun and fit the play styles of decks that you like to play, Mm -hmm. they might look bad from a numbers perspective, from a meta perspective, but like Annihilus just has a really cool effect, right? If you like junk type of stuff, it's either going to get buffed or it's going to get nerfed, like, you know, depending on how good it is, right? So like if you, if you love move decks, maybe maybe you just grab a hercules like maybe you just do it you know like it's 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 risky like don't get me wrong the card is horrible right now but like it could it could get really good like very quickly like you said they go down one cost and like you know we're we're in a hercules meta you know so uh yeah i I think if the the effect is cool um i think you just 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 pick it up and you know blindly trust second dinner it's a scary thing right (laughs) like but I don't know. That's how I that's how I approach card acquisitions. I'm not collection complete. I'm missing like five ish. But um, yeah, I'll leave a card alone if the effect doesn't sound fun to me. Like uh, Galactus for the longest time, I never picked it up because I'm like, this card is not fun. I'm never going to play this. And then I randomly opened it one day in a pat in a collector's reserve. I got the, the you know, the God roll on the you get a series five, like the one time you get it back mm-hmm. in the day. I got Galactus, but I never would have touched that card. I still haven't got Kang and I'm never getting Kang. Uh, just there's not a cool effect i don't care if they make it good it just like you know so i think just pick up stuff that you think is cool and if it's terrible it's probably getting buffed so i do think that that's a really good point no big deal i think at this point i think because they have to do an ota every two weeks or every month mm-hmm. plus patches are having balance changes as well like they're just gonna get around to every kind of shitty new card right mm-hmm. like because they're gonna reach into their box and be like okay most of the cards don't need changes right now so let's buff this one big one, or they're going to be nuking the broken new card from orbit. So they need to, you know, buff something to, to make people feel better. It's going to be whatever shitty card is in the pile there. So I think you're definitely right that I think the safest investments for more casual or more sort of like budget conscious players is to just buy the cards that's effect looks interesting. And then you'll have it in your collection for when second dinner gets around to buff it, right? I think obviously buying like the best card possible, you know, there's some of these cards, they're just like obviously going to be good that they've released. But like, I think that overall, I think no big deal really hit it on the head there that you should just think about the effects of cards versus necessarily their stats because it's proven that most of them are fungible at this point. Yeah, and if, if a card's obviously good, like you're saying, is it obviously going to get nerfed then, right? You know, and are, are we just setting ourselves up for disappointment? Uh, like, I don't know. 
It's a philosophical question. You know? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Schrodinger's hard balance. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. So these are the kind of questions that you get to ask uh, our guests each and every week. If you are in our $10 tier, Glazer, what is the name for the $10 tier? Peace and love tier. The peace and love tier. Of course, so, yes, as I was about to sneeze, and now the sneeze is gone. There no. we go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so this will include next week. So if you have questions for Denim Men, you should definitely uh, go and join the $10 tier on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash snap judgments. Again, folks, please go out there. If you enjoy the content, either here on Marvel Snap Zone uh, or uh, on uh, our YouTube channel, go out there, join the Patreon, snap judgments, and support Glazer and his hard work. All right. Let's talk about cards that are in need of a buff. Uh, I will uh, We walk us through this real quick. Hercules is the card of the week. So we've got four costs, six strength, series five, 6K beautiful tokens. What does your 6K tokens get you? For the first time, another card moves here each turn. Move it to another location. All right, the kid. What do you think about Hercules? I have a sense of how you feel about him, but Herc the Merc, what do you think about him? Oh, I'm sad. Um, <laughs> he's just not great. I tried him. I didn't play him too, too much. I played him a little bit and I wasn't impressed at all. You know, it seems like one of the best shells for him right now that I found was uh, Safety Blade and Spyro um, played uh, basically like a Human Torch uh, Tribunal kind of move. And, you In know, Phoenix Force, the Phoenix Force. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Phoenix Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Phoenix Force, Human Torch, uh, Tribunal, uh, you know, all in kind of. Um, I don't even know if Her- Hercules is kind of like a win more kind of card in the no, deck. It seems. He's- no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> Hercules, if you so, I have a version of that that my Discord is playing that they're kicking ass with. Um, oh, nice. It runs. It runs magic, so it has the extra turn. But like, yeah. if you don't hit magic, you need the extra move on Hercules, or you're putting like, sorry, the extra move on Torch from Hercules, or you're putting like 17 power in a bunch of lanes instead of like 70 power in a bunch of lanes. And yeah. like the 70 power and a bunch of lanes is important. Hercules is important in that. Oh, nice. Yeah, the the magic seems uh seems like a better better tech, you know, for that. Mm-hmm. Um with the basic move stuff, he didn't work as great as I thought. Um you know, you you get some uh, I tried him with some like Heimdall stuff and it's fun, you know. Um you know, I thought that you know, off off chance he could be played in like a lockdown lane with Storm to kind of protect them from moving visions in and the rare chance that it happens. Um, which is kind of a cool idea, but you know, overall, I, I think he's all right. He needs, he he's no, I think he's bad. I think he needs a buff. Um, he's definitely not worth 6,000 tokens. Um, I didn't have Howard and that's why I rolled spotlight caches this week and I ended up getting Howard first, the a thousand tokens and then Hercules third. So yeah, I'm going to get yelled at by everyone forever. I think Hercules is good. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. Nothing wrong with a spicy day. No, baby. Like, all right. So I I put him in the auto builder, and then I changed one card, and I went ten and two on ladder. Nice. Top five thousand, not the highest, but like not fake decks, right? And it was just it it was annoying. It wasn't the key to the deck, but it was annoying and powerful. Like if you got a multiple man with a Hulkbuster and you smacked it around with Hercules a couple times, you just made your own Phoenix Force, right? Like that's gonna win you a couple games of Marvel Snap. Like it's again not the best card, and if it costs three, I think it would actually be a great card. Like at four, it's like fine, right? 
But at three, I think like this is like genuinely a phenomenal card, like a card that you really, really want. And I think they're probably my working assumption is this will be a three five in a month or two. Um, no one's buying this, right? Like if you check the stats on it, it's like, oh, Jesus. But like, um, yeah, like no one's got this card. It's the it's the least bought card since Martyr. And they basically immediately buff Martyr and Gladiator, right? So I'd be shocked if they don't buff Hercules. I think, look, they could make him a four seven, four eight. I don't expect it. I expect him to be a three five, and I expect him to be a fairly meta card at three five. Yeah, I think the problem with him was kind of like with with Phoenix, the original Phoenix Force, is that you only have really two turns to do stuff with him, and he just mm-hmm. becomes a way better card if you have that extra turn, like. Mm-hmm. Like with the magic, like exactly what you said, right? Well, even even on turn four, I want to play him with an Iron Fist or him with a Ghost Spider or him with a whatever, right? Like, it's just give me yeah, that extra yeah. space to play. and Or on turn five, like him with a Cloak or a, what's his stupid name? Doctor Strange would be mm-hmm. amazing. But like, if I can't do any of that now, I'm just like, God, like, I'm just so short energy whenever I play him. Yeah. Glazer, so you're okay. So that's a interesting take. I, I like it. Uh, I've played around with it a decent amount. It seems uh, not great to me, but I, I love the take. Um, uh, let me. My biggest frustration with the card was not the cost, but it was the one fact that turn. only one card per turn uh, moves. Uh, do you think it would be cracked if it was just you know same four six or even four five, but um, each card moves once, so you can't like ping pong a torch on the same turn. Mm-hmm. But like if I move a tor- like say I cl- do the cloak on five, right? And it spits out my multiple man and my torch both. Do you think that would be cracked? Yep. Yeah. Straight up broken. I love oh. it. I, look, I, I wish love, I like, wish it did popcorn, that personally. I love it. Um so what I've been doing is I've been playing it in the left lane on either four or five. And yeah. then I um if I can get one hit off it then and then like I just make sure the first two cards in the middle lane are my move are my move cards. Mm-hmm. And that's how I've been like taking advantage of it. I think if I could just like sort of ignore location of cards and just play whatever wherever, um, I feel like I'd be too strong. Look, move could use it, right? Like the type of move Hercules enables has not been a deck ever, for, to the best of my knowledge, in yeah. pool three or higher. Like ever, it's never been a deck. Giving it something that's too strong for a little while should be totally fine. What if it was symmetrical, but it's the first time each player's card be infinitely better like so you'd still you only get one card mm-hmm. but if your opponent in the move mirror or if you have an effect that moves an opponent's card like yeah. what do you think that that is like a middle ground between being infinite for your side and uh still kind of gives you additional play way better but it still has to cost three yeah, that's why I I don't know if it's infinite because you're you're limited by board space, right? So mm-hmm. like let's say you play the Doctor Strange, at most you can move two cards into there if they're the same cost. Or if you Heimdall, then three is the most you can do. Like I don't know. I like you said, like moves never been a deck, and it's kind of like with Zoo, right? It's like just give him Kyra, let's see what happens. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, Zeus feels okay right now. Uh, I don't know, it doesn't seem cracked to me with Kyra. It's uh, good. It's not great. It's good. I don't know. Smart uh-huh. players run when they see your move stuff get set up, I think is another decent problem with move, which is why it could stand to be so uh, significantly better, right? Mm-hmm. Like, smart players are just like, oh, that human torch is already a set, it was already an eight. He's got two more moves on that human torch. That's 32. Unless I can put a lot of power in a lot of places, that 32 mm-hmm. is going to knock me out. Mm-hmm. And like, players 
good players have been respecting that. So a lot of my wins are just retreats when, like, whether I have Heimdall or not, they're like, oh, Torch is in the spot for Heimdall. Yeah, and it's like the She-Not problem, right? It's like the She-Not mm-hmm. leech problem. You, yeah. you know what's about to happen. <laughs> you see that leech what on five, you know. <laughs> I would say, like, overall, he hasn't really been that good for me at all, but, like, he is a fun card. I mean, like... Oh, yeah. It, like I played him in like I made like a random like pinball deck, which I'm sure like most people did, where I have Kingpin, him, and Craven, then every card that moves things around. And it's just a hilarious deck, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, he is he is fun, but I mean you're not gonna be he's not a card that you want to spend six thousand tokens on to you know grind up the ladder or grind to infinite by any means whatsoever. Who uh don't do that? Who is he paired with? This week, I know we all talked about that last week, but who are those? Uh, Howard, 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 and Wolf, and Wolf. Yeah, okay. Wolf will be broken soon. Do you think they're going to change it again? No, I think that. Uh, well, we'll get there. Let's. It's a thing we're okay. going to talk about later. Awesome, awesome. So, if it's thing we're going to talk about later, let's get to later. Uh, we'll first start with the balance patch update. Uh, last week, Glazer and crew talked in depth about the uh the patch leak so there's not a huge it was a hundred percent correct as i understand it was it. not it was, it was not. not there were three differences oh, three differences different. three 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 go ahead glazer uh, so, i don't want to spend a huge amount of time i'm going to be audience uh, for the audience mm-hmm. on this but we should definitely talk about it yeah uh loki was supposed to be a four six he stayed a four five yeah. uh ms marvel was supposed to stay a four five she became a four four it's supposed to being as per datum and not supposed to as like should have been cool and then Annihilus was, was supposed to go to 5-5 five, five, and instead went to 5-6. So they adjusted the power on three cards from what was spoiled. Yeah, um, I'm fine just like mostly focusing on those three, but I do want to talk about Quake because we got to talk about Quake. We can't <laughs> not talk about Quake. Oh, yeah. Can I just say one quick thing about Dracula <clears throat> where they were trying to pretend that this is somehow a positive change for Dracula? Mm-hmm. Made me laugh in the, po- in the patch notes. I literally LOL'd uh, and in this morning, as people were coming into school, like, I was like, that is not that is not a change that is a is a buff in any way, shape or form. But anyway, well, do we want to do Miss Marvel? Do we want to do Loki or do we want to do a Nihilus first? Kid. All right. Well, I guess Loki's first on the screen. We'll talk about him. Um, I'm glad they didn't make him a four six because he still seems, seems to be pretty good. Um <laughs> They spent a uh, they spent the whole paragraph in their explanation to, uh, explaining why they're justifying basically how why Quinjet still works with him. Um, so Quinjet does work with Loki. Collector doesn't. Um, surprise! There's a bunch of Loki decks, and he's still very good. So, yeah, yeah. I I, I was uh, very confused and a little bit disappointed last week when we were looking at the leaks of the patch. But mm-hmm. I gotta say, the actual patch, I like it quite a bit. I'm not gonna lie, I, I'm I'm a fan of this patch. Uh, I I thought four six on Loki was silly. I thought keeping Captain Marvel at a, or Miss Marvel at a four fifteen was silly. And uh, and like you know, the, the whole point of her was the four fifteen is broken. And then the Annihilus to five five, it just felt like you're just just nuking him to the ground. So uh, I actually find all three of these changes quite elegant. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, guys, I'm into it. Uh, I, I I I'm feeling it. You know, I like it. <laughs> Loki's phenomenal. Yeah. Like one of the best cards in Snap still. Imagine yeah. if it was a 4 6 Glazer. That'd be crazy. <laughs> I mean, I almost <laughs> wish they did just because, like, does Loki have naked pictures of Glenn somewhere? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> what is happening here? Like, did he like what? It, uh, it just I'll never understand. Like, basically, Collector was the best card in Loki because he was built to be the best card in Loki. But Loki's broken. So, like, when you take out Collector, you just build Loki a different way. And he's still like the best card. Johnson just hit. Um, It's my video for tomorrow as of releasing Friday. So yesterday, as of this podcast releasing, um, Johnson has a Thanos Loki that he hit number yeah. nine with. And like freaking um, Buddy has this like stupid Loki deck. Like it's just straight up stupid. That's running like Hella uh, Carrier. And I yeah. played it and I was like, oh, I just feel like I can't lose. It's still Loki. Loki remains Loki. It's crazy. It's just like, I, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Johnson's decks were brilliant. So the one that yeah. I like the most, cause I'm a filthy junk player was right before this patch yeah, dropped. I remember. Yeah. He had the Annihilus junk Thanos with Loki. But I played that cause he, he dropped it the night before the patch. And I'm like, I got to play this before it gets nuked. Yeah, dude, I wasn't losing. It was such a fun deck, man. It was that guy's brilliant. And then, yeah, he just he just said was the, the Quake Thanos one with Loki. Is that the mm -hmm. one you're talking about? Uh, Yeah, the Quake Thanos Loki. Yeah, yeah, that one's I played that today, too. Man, that's a fun deck as well. Johnson's just he's a really good player. And, <laughs> really and to, to your point, Glazer, I, I've always been a proponent of get rid of the line that says minus one cost. I don't think it makes any sense why he does two things. He doesn't need to do two things. Most cards do one thing in this game. Uh, I don't think it needs to reduce the cost of everything. Sarah already does that. Quinjet already does that. Um, you know, Zabu, Ravona. There's like a million cards that do this already. You don't need Loki to do it too. Um, so I, I, I've always think that is the change. And then whatever power and cost makes sense to not make him discount your entire hand for literally no reason. Um, I think that's always the change. But because this compared to the four six, I'm at least happy. And, and like, and a lot less people are playing it at least. So. You know, Not for long. Hmm. Like, if everyone's playing Thanos, <laughs> right? Like, Thanos is, everyone's like, Thanos is the tier zero deck. It's the best. Yeah. I don't lose to Thanos with Loki. No. It's like not a thing. If you see Loki, Thanos is just like, oh, I'm sad. You don't yeah. draw my bad cards. You just draw my good cards, but they're cheap and easy to play for you. Oops. Yeah, that's why know. Johnson's like, hold my beer. Here's yeah. Loki and Thanos. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, that's just not nice. Johnson's not a nice person. That's fine. Uh, uh, actually, Johnson's a very nice person, but whatever. Um, Ms. Marvel is worse than expected, yes? Yeah. Yeah, well, she's still at 414. I like it, though. I, I, I think <laughs> she's good. I think she's in a good place, though, right? Told you all that priority shit mattered, though. Because <laughs> yeah. it really does, right? I mean, I still think she's good. She's a four fourteen. Look, she's great. She's not good. Yeah. She's just not as good. Yeah, that's true. Which is, I, which I, yeah, I think it's a good starting point. So it's good. I'm not mm -hmm. mad about it. Annihilus, though, I will say, man, I don't like this. I wish they just let let the junk players have their fun. That wasn't even that good of a deck. I wish they just kept them a five five and let them ha let them send rocks over. I like abusing that. I thought that was great. Yeah, but, I mean, I Niles, is, Niles is still a good card, right? He's still a, he's still a great card. The yep. main good card package was uh, Hood, Sentry, and Niles. That's still yep. phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But I liked having fun sending rocks over, and they ruined that fun for me. So sad overall. Right. Yeah. Tell us about your rock love. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I I agree with the kid. Like, I still kind of find this change reprehensible. So yeah, um, it's silliness. Uh, but 
it is what it is. Like uh, they, this is what secondary decided to do. They changed the heart of the card in a way that just like, why did you have that text in the first place? Right. They didn't try like adjusting the power significantly and then it doesn't get played at all or whatever, like to just like nuke an important part of the card when the card again, like Annihilus decks are annoying to play against, but no more annoying than many other things that happen in Marvel Snap. For example, the blob, right? Or and Loki and these sort of other things. Like it's well within the range of like big things you do in the meta. And it was a unique kind of effect, but that's gone now. So it is it it is what it is. So. It's it's funny, uh, Glazer. You're saying, uh, you know, what does what does Loki have, or what does uh, Loki have on Glenn, right? But what does uh, what does Glenn have on like junk junk players? <laughs> like, uh, uh, we got we got Viper nerf, Black Widow nerf, and now debris. This is a debris nerf. I mean, that's what this is. Let's let's. This is not a denial. This is a debris nerf. We're nerfing the card debris. Like this you, know, you know what I? We nerf I, Viper I, and we nerf debris. What are we doing? You know what it might be. This might all just be a Galactus nerf because I think Galactus is the card he really hates. He's like, oh no no no, we're not dealing with Galactus again. Galactus no, debris, will never debris be met Yeah, but you can still run debris just fine. It doesn't nerf debris in Galactus because Galactus six were running debris, so True. they could then annihilus and then yeah, push everything over. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I so think like, Glenn's trying to save the junk players from themselves because it's such a bad deck that you're just like, you know what? No, you guys need to win more. Let them cook. Let them cook. <laughs> well, then why did they print Celine? Like, it's like, and this card, I don't right? Know. Like, I, don't, I, I, I like, have my theory for why they printed Celine. I think they just want to have a bad one drop in Series 5 at all times. I'm not even kidding. I, honest mm-hmm. to God, think that's why they printed Celine. Wow. Oh. No more collapsed mines. I love just keeping the collapsed mines open when I have a Nihilus in hand. That was one of my favorite plays. I would just exactly. play suboptimally just to send all the rocks over. Yeah. That's mean. I mean, I think fundamentally they what they probably don't want. I mean, the thing about junk in particular is they it does stop people from playing games, right? Like if you fill up their board, your opponent, it doesn't matter how awesome they draw if they can't literally play their cards, right? Like I, that didn't really happen as someone who's played like a lot of junk both before and after Nihilus. Like that that specific you can't play cards anymore by turn five or whatever only happened in like a small percentage of games. But yeah. yeah, but they I guess wanted to make it so it was even less likely unless you're playing against a bot that doesn't understand how the game works, <laughs> which is remains what Annihilus remains the best. It is the great bot farming deck because bots do not understand. Yeah. To play against junk at all. So, anyway, I'm salty about Annihilus, but I'm glad I didn't buy a variant, I guess, for him. So, yeah, the filling lanes can get filthy. You're absolutely right. Like, I, when I was playing the Johnson deck the other night, I filled the left and the right lane, and then I Eliathed the middle lane on turn six, and then I had to take a shower afterwards. <laughs> Sounds great to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I guess we can move on here from the patch. One more. What, oh, one you more want to card. talk about Quake, right? One more card. Quake is so good. If you have 12 cards in the deck and America Travis doesn't exist, so you do, figure out which one to cut and run Quake. And then you can just leave the thank you in the comments. That's all Quake. I have to say about Quake. She's Quake is a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, we're talking about at the top of the pod how, you know, we got these series drops, new two new cards this month. Well, we got another new card, and her name is Quake, and she's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, this card is a game breaker. Like, 
oh, the, the amount of things you could switch. I mean, Sunflow, Necrotia, Rickety Bridge. I mean, you know, can't cards can't play here. Flooded location. I play a storm, then I quake on five. GG. Like it, it gets it gets absolutely filthy. And uh, you might need to just run a quake just to counter your opponent's quake. Once everybody catches on, we're in the quake meta, baby. I I don't hate it. I think it's really fun. I'm not mad at all <laughs> yet. <laughs> so so what am I? Uh... One of the people on my Discord got a Quake into Death's Domain on them, but they also run Quake because they're on my Discord. Yeah. So they next turn they quaked it back over. <laughs> just one. It's like I love Quake. It's completely stupid. Yeah, that happened to me today with a uh, Luke's bar. Someone Luke's bar me, and then I Luke's barred their Miss Marvel in like turn five when they played it and they like, left. <laughs> That's like, hilarious. Quake is so good. All right. Yeah. Um, I love Quake. This is a Quake love podcast. For sure. I hope it doesn't turn into Loki, though. I I hope it doesn't turn into Loki, where it was like, it was really fun for like a couple weeks, and then it was just like, oh, God. Oh, it's definitely going to turn into Loki. It's going to happen. It's also just like, hopefully people will forget about it, like Legion. Like, remember, people also didn't super love the Legion meta. Mm -hmm. So... I got in a big fight with somebody because KM went on something was like people didn't stop playing Legion because they forgot it. They stopped. They stopped playing because it was contextually bad. And then someone like echoed that to me. And I was like, just literally wait for the next time someone puts Legion in a deck and it's going to be broken. It doesn't even have to make sense in the deck like that. Like that Revis deck had no business running Legion. It was Mm -hmm. just like, oh, it runs Legion and then it wins more. No shit. Legion yeah. still broken? Who I, the fuck? I, I think you're being a little unfair to Cam, Cam. I do think when it disappeared initially, it was contextually not you don't want to use bad, contextually less than optimal if you want to. But sure. but then it which caused people to forget it was a short period of time when people started realizing that Legion is busted, and then people didn't really return to the card, I guess, is is a better way to put it. But. So what what should have happened is Legion should have gone out of your ladder decks and stayed in your conquest decks. Anyone who's ever played a high stakes conquest game against Legion knows that like, it's the most nerve wracking thing in the world. You're just like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, what location is it going to be? And they snap and you're just like, Oh God, Oh God. Like, it's just (laughs) like, how do you, like, what do you do? You're just like, uh, everything's going to get plus five. Does he have Shang-Chi? Like, Oh my God. Oh my God. This is, (laughs) <laughs> is he gonna storm and close this off and then he storms and you're like i better be winning in two lanes and like you can't even compete in the storm lane just because like if they legion there then you're dead and it's just a nightmare yeah i mean this is true cards it's... annoying don't... so very good card legion i agree yeah i say like once a month I- i'm always saying that i'm like man we gotta put legion in our decks again like there needs <laughs> yeah. to be more legion like this card's still so good yep <laughs> all right now we're done with the patch and let's talk about the Black Order season. This is the season coming this February. We're going to talk about all the cards. But first, what do we think about the theming of the Black Order for the month? And the variants and such, which you can see on your screen if you're here. If not, it, we get Black Swan as a season pass card, an Ebony Maw variant, a Death variant, and a Death card back, and an Infinity Gauntlet card back. I don't care about avatars. We're not talking about avatars. No big deal. Well, uh-uh. you know, I'm not super into variants oh, sorry, and stuff right. in this game, but I gotta say, big fan of the of the evil kind of dark arts uh, aesthetic. Uh, you know, any anything like that in the game. So, I mean, these these look gorgeous to me. I mean, I, I love that purple skull card back. Uh, looks looks beautiful. Um, 
yeah, man, I, uh, the death variant, I, my, my death variant is a pixel right now. So I really want that one. Um, like literally using the pixel. I got a ton of boosters uh, for death. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. This, I mean, this is phenomenal. I, I, I love, I'm loving this art. I mean, look at Ebony Maw. looks bad. He doesn't look like decrepit like he usually does. He looks like he's about to actually do something, you know? He's looking at you like, what's up? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to make some stuff happen rather than shut down your lane. So I, I, I'm into this. Yeah. I, yeah. I echo the same sentiment as you. I mean, it looks great. I love it. I think a lot of people, including me, have been waiting for this death for a while. I think it's Fiona Hesh, if I if I'm correct, right? Mm-hmm. Or I don't know how to pronounce that, but yeah, it, it this is like one of my favorite death variants. I'm really excited to get that, and yeah, like no big deal. Said the whole, you know, dark theme. It looks it looks really cool, and I'm pumped about it. I can't believe they're doing two months in a row featuring primarily characters like 25 percent of their audience cares about. So. Like, uh, I want I want that <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet um, card back real bad. Well, no, I'm not talking about the card backs. I'm talking about like Black Swan. Number of people who can identify Black Swan off the top of their head. Like whatever the name of that girl who came out last week. Kadera, whatever. Like Kyra. Like, like the number of people who can name Black Order characters who are not Jonathan Hickman is a very small number of. So the ones that like. <laughs> Yeah, I read that run. I'm going to tell you, I know all these other characters. Literally, I can tell you things about their personality. I don't remember who Black Swan is like at all, but, like, and, but she's the featured Black one. Swan. So let's move on to her. She's the season. <laughs> she's not card. only the feature one. She's completely insane. Uh, so she's uh, a two for three uh, or excuse me, a three for uh, a two, two for three. three strength. Yeah. Um, and she's on reveal. Until the uh, end of next turn, your one cost cards cost zero. Oh. Sorry, that was my werewolf. This is cracked. This is cracked, right? This is just a broken card. (laughs) Very bad. Talk about it. Well, I mean, the February... I think they're going to... I don't think the data mines are going to hold up, right? I think they're already uh, fixing... uh, the, what the four ten that can't be killed? I mean, I think that's like a four nine that can be killed now, right? Yeah. Uh, play with one cost rather than just Dano Stone. So I don't know if these cards are gonna survive, like uh, you know what we initially thought. So I don't want to overreact too much to the data mines on specifically the February cards. The January cards all you know, like even in advance, didn't seem too crazy, but the February cards all seem insane. This two three till the end of your next turn, your one cost cards cost zero. This sounds absolutely crazy monkey dump i don't know um you got the thor beat ray bill uh, whatever like i, I don't know man. It, does, it doesn't matter like he's like i just hate southern people let's beat ray bill up yeah. <laughs> oh my god glazer that's 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 a d-tier joke all right uh the the kid uh let's well what, what is your take on black swan over here so black swan no idea who this character is not gonna lie <laughs> but uh yeah i think it's a it's an awesome card and i think it's a great i mean it's a season pass card um maybe a little bit overtuned in my opinion for a season pass card i guess we'll have to see when it comes out but the possibilities are ridiculous especially in thanos too right like all your stones are zero um you just play hit monkey in thanos now and, and you get like a 40 power hit monkey at the end of the game um any of these dumps at the end of the game are, are great uh you know, you pair this card with um, another card coming up and you could dump a bunch of cards and 
uh, you know, they'll be, you know, not revealed to the end of the game with your opponent maybe. And then, you know, Firestar ever comes out, this card is cracked with Firestar. So, yeah. Lockjaw, Lockjaw and Thanos too, to your Thanos point. Lockjaw, like, you know, you could put, you play this on two and then you could play Lockjaw Stone on three. Like, that's ridiculous. That's old Quinjet snap condition, you know, uh, that got nerfed. There's nothing like this. Is, this supports play styles I enjoy, but this shouldn't be printed. <laughs> like, just like they shouldn't make this card. And it's not even like the most broken card we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about a lot of cards like Hit Monkey, Werewolf by Night, um, Thanos, and then like every one drop they release for the rest of the game's history. Because like, how do you nerf this? You make it a three, I guess. Because like you can't if. The thing is, you can't give make one cost cards cost 0.5, right? So, like, that effect has no. to basically stick. It needs a full design. <laughs> this card's going to be insane. Um, welcome, Mobius, to every deck. Thank you for coming to the party. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think that even playing this card honestly in, like, Zoo is pretty busted. So... Uh, that if that's like the floor, it's like bad zoo decks, which Fisher. already got a tool this month. Get a tool uh, with a season pass card, I think, and that I think this is an extremely good upgrade. Like a turn where you can play your whole hand for free, like it does give the zoo deck some flexibility that is could be really powerful, and that's the most honest and fair thing you could do, which is playing a bunch of shitty one drops you drew, like that's. Yeah, so I I agree that this is probably one of the strongest season pass cards since, uh, well I guess Miss Marvel, but I think even like El- like unbuffed Elsa or unnerfed Elsa, this has a strong feeling of to me, which is like a really powerful season pass card that is going to probably get nerfed as soon as it's months over, very much like what happened with Elsa and what happened with Miss Marvel. So like the last two really strong season pass cards, that's what happened to them. So. And hell, it happened to Zabu too. So that just enjoy your month of playing Black Swan as its digital ink was printed. It probably won't uh, last beyond its month, or we could all be wrong and it's terrible. But I have a but feeling even, that that's not going to happen. Yeah, even bounce. I mean, you play this on two, and then you could play some one drops and beast on three. Like your beast comes down earlier. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, back to the old beast. It, it's also yeah, just second beast, right? Like you falcon your stuff back, and then you drop Black Swan turn four. Yeah, it's wild, right? Like, um, that's my favorite home for it because I love bounce. But yeah, this card is going to be insane. I think it's amusing that they were like, "Huh, we really Shaw, who is like mid, and Scar, who's really good, but no one thinks he's broken, so people aren't buying him as much." You know what we do the month after? Back to uh-huh. back to busted design. No one is buying the season pass for Black Swan, <laughs> so they've got to make it really strong. Like Miss Marvel is a popular ca- character. Loki is one of the most popular Marvel characters of all time. They sell passes, right? Like mm-hmm. people will be like, "Oh, I love Loki. I'll buy the season pass because I love Loki." Or I'm a big Miss Marvel fan. I'll buy. It. But like no one's like, "Man, I I got into Marvel Snap and I was just counting my days until Black Swan was a featured <laughs> a featured character." Whew. No, they they it, so if they're gonna sell the season pass, and it's themed around the Black Order, everybody's favorite superhero organization, they definitely know that Thanos's bad guys in Infinity War were called the Black Order. Everybody definitely knows that. Uh, <laughs> this is what you're gonna have to do. Anyway, let's Did move on to another character. The Black Order in the movies. I have. All I right. think they might briefly. 
But uh, anyway, let's move on to another character. No one knows who they are. This is Super Giant, who the is one they co- cut from the movies. Yeah, they cut her from the movies. Uh, coming with two really cool variants. This Zabu and Darkhawk are both great spotlight uh, cash variants. Time out just quickly. Super Giant was supposed to be a series four. She is now a series five. Thank ah, God. Okay. And so, she was like a one coster, wasn't she? Or she something? was a one two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they've clearly been testing her. So even <laughs> A plus to Glenn and his team. Uh, she is a four cost, five strength. Uh, on reveal, all cards played next turn don't reveal until the game ends. To be clear, I believe it's been confirmed that this works with Alioth. Oh, it does. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just to be clear. So <laughs> it is a way to just blow up your opponent's stuff beyond turn six uh, and without priority. So uh, there you go. What do we think? Uh, no big deal. What do you think? Well, you you do need priority if you're in a super giant Eliath mirror. So, mm, you know, there you, go. There you, you go. gotta you think right. about that. Uh, and you will uh, be. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy they moved it up from a one two. I mean, that was just the, the most absurd thing in the world. But I don't know if it really solves the problem. I think the four is the turn you're going to want to play this. Or uh, all cards don't reveal till the game ends. Yeah. So you're going to want to play this on four anyway. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Seems seems uh, just like one of those cards that like see you know you read it at first seems okay, and then a couple people like you know Glazer has already talked about it. Roy, you just brought it up, but come up with these crazy busted Eliath uh, combos, uh, really obnoxious combos that kind of break the game, make people feel bad, just like Junk and Galactus uh, did, and you know Second Dinner doesn't like that, so probably gonna get hit up. Um, yeah, sounds sounds insane. This card sounds crazy. Yeah, this card basically reads, if you play this on four and you have a life in your hand and priority, erase your opponent's turn five play and possibly turn six play. And or. Pretty good. And or. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and or. It's pretty good. Um, I don't know. Right? Like, hey, Sarah doesn't work. Hey, Leech doesn't happen. Hey, That's a good um, one. I like that one. Like, like, there's a whole bunch of these things, right? Like, you can't interact with magic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's, that's just, one. There's, there's just a whole ton of shit you can do with super giant that like i had like seven or eight in my head but like those three i feel like are plenty to get us started right like i dropped this on four you cannot play sarah on five you just played a five four terrible stats on five and now you don't get sarah's reduction on six because sarah never revealed like yep. uh, super giants insanely overpowered also if there's ever a week for you to open spotlight caches um, and you don't have Zabu and Darkhawk, please open this week. Supergiant is busted. Zabu is one of the most important cards of the game. And Darkhawk, well, by then, Blob should be either nerfed or about to be. I would say, always been good, though. Darkhawk stood the test of time anyway. It's definitely worth Yeah, worth he's up. still yeah. decent, even in the Blob mm-hmm. meta. So, mm-hmm. I, And they're, I mean, like, this, they're, they're pushing Supergiant for you to buy this, right? Like, not only is these two of the most desirable cards if you're not collection complete, but they're also really beautiful variants. Like, mm-hmm. like people like this Zabu variant, like is just one of the best Zabus mm-hmm. and this dark Hawk is, and Zabu for a cat has a lot of good variants actually. And mm-hmm. like dark Hawk, this is also, I think dark Hawk has a lot of shitty variants. This is definitely one of the better ones. And so I think that people are going to want to open this week. And this tells me that, 
One, no one knows who Supergiant is. So if they want people to open this week, <laughs> they have to do this. And uh, it's just also a card they think that they really just want to encourage people to have, which is weird to me that this is the effect. Um, it's a cool redundant piece in Hella as well, right? It's an it's a extra invisible woman that you can then put your Modoc on top of on five and then all kinds of stuff that you, you know, there's all kinds of things that you can do. So. Oh, I like, I like that idea. That sounds cool. But yeah, this is definitely, I mean, it, you know, Glazer, Glazer's been on this one. This is a, uh, you know, you subscribe to the YouTube uh, Snap Judgment YouTube channel, and I'm going to be watching Glazer videos uh, every day when this thing comes out, and I'm just going to be stealing his four decks that he posts every day. Because, it, it, uh, you know, I don't want to think of these combos, uh, so I'm going to just steal his, and uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun. Uh, it, it sounds very degenerate. Like, this card sounds just straight up degenerate. <laughs> of, of all the cards we're going to talk about, this and one other are the two I really don't want them to bring. We'll get this a second one. Like, I, I think mean, this is completely insane. Yeah. But, yeah, and even the, the fact they put him with Zabu and Darkhawk, like, if you play this in a Darkhawk list, and then you can just um, hide your Darkhawk, right? And save yeah. it from, uh, you know, getting Enchantress or, or Shang-Chi early. You can play it out early, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Lots you, of can, combos. you can do this and then Taskmaster. Yeah. <laughs> then play Blob. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is the thing you can do. All right. All right. Uh, uh, okay. Now this is a card people might, this is something someone people might know from. So we've got to a character that some Marvel fan who is a Jonathan Hickman may know who this character is. Okay. Call Obsidian is a four cost, nine strength. You can only play this where you have a one class cost card. Just to be clear on turn five, you can't play him into an empty lane with a one cost card correct or not a correct i as far as we can tell yes the one cost card would have to be revealed because you don't have a okay. one cost card there until it has revealed you have a blank card there until it's okay revealed. so that does make this card a little bit worse mm-hmm. so okay so the kid what do you think of call obsidian i think it's a pretty good card now i think it's just like a nice like four nine card with a <laughs> decent uh condition that's not ridiculous to meet um you know i think it'll be an okay card if you need like stats in thanos um if you want to just play like if, if you're getting away from the ramp in thanos um or any any deck really with like one cost cards is almost every deck i think it's an all right card it's not broken like it was before that was a 410 play with the stone and it's un- you can't destroy it that was kind of that was kind of ridiculous to me mm-hmm. um but <clears throat> i think it's like a de- i don't think it's like a broken card now i think it's a, a decent card and it'll be like a good stat stick, uh, better than crossbones. Yeah, I think um, yeah. Previous iteration was you know arguably best card in the entire game. Uh, Four ten can't be destroyed. Just <laughs> not even absolutely better absurd, than the but, last. I mean, card people would be doing <laughs> black swan and uh, you know a super giant combo, so maybe it'll get lost in that shuffle. But uh, you know, if those two cards don't come out, I mean, Four ten can't be destroyed. Very very easy condition to meet. Completely cracked. This seems. Pretty good though. I think I think it might be a very good card. Uh, once the dust settles on all the broken stuff and they hit it with the nerfs that they need to nerf, I don't think this guy is going to get nerfed. And uh, even just playing like Jessica Jones in like a lockdown list right now like feels pretty good. Like this is uh, to me much easier condition to meet and probably better, just better card than Jessica Jones, right? So um, I, I think it, it could be a very good card. Yeah, 
It's got one downside, really. And, like, it's not the one cost thing. It's that it doesn't make Scar cheaper. Hmm. Like, it goes yeah. in just... It goes in Thanos text, because if you draw it, you can play it on four, and you're happy to have a four nine that helps you win a lane. And if hmm. you don't play it, and you don't draw it, then it's a nine power into your blob. And like, hmm. those two things seem really good. I think this is boring, but good. Yeah, I will be losing three to four spotlight keys this week, because I love those variants. I don't need that Nimrod, but that Thanos oh, I do. be mine. Thanos I need all hit. the pink. I, I have a hip. <laughs> That's all that matters to me. I have a hip for Nimrod, so I'm good forever. Yeah, me too. I have the hip Nimrod hip too. It was that was the season pass. It was the season the pass. Season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. That Thanos variant is sweet. I think Call yeah, of yeah, Obsidian yeah. is kind of a dullard of a card. Like, and it's not in the sense that it could be it's bad. Good. It's just, it's just like not a very interesting card to talk about or really even like think about. It. It's just kind of a good stuff card. So I think we're moving into one of my favorite cards of this month, which is. Corvus Glaive, is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who's famous for stabbing Vision in Infinity War. Uh, and how does he get murked in that movie? Does Scarlet Witch kill him? I can't, I can't remember. Um, I remember. He does anyway, get murked, uh, So he is a three-cost, four-strength, on reveal, discard two cards from your hand to get plus one permanent energy. Wow. Oh, right <laughs> like what discards back on the menu baby uh yes all right no big deal what do you think well uh, actually, i was trying wait, wait, to think sorry. um wait you know, no big can, deal i'm can, sorry wait wait one sec i'm sorry go let's ahead, actually cover this and proxima at the same time because like it's good we're gonna end up talking about them together and it just makes our life easier right so roy if you don't mind let's do proxima and then we can talk about both at the same time sure 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 give me a second i just gotta move to that slide so i can read it real quick I, Okay. I got it. So Proxima, uh, again, uh, famous for getting run over in Affinity War. Um, four costs, <laughs> six strength. All right. When this is discarded, jumps to your lowest power location that isn't full. She's kind of like one-time Wolverine effect, obviously bigger um, yeah. for a discard deck. Um, they can't, you know, change if it gets destroyed and all that kind of stuff. So... Both really powerful discard cards. Um, and she also has a week where she comes with Modok and Dakin, two other discard cards. Uh, mm-hmm. Unlike the weird sort of pair that I've picked here well, with his. Cool. The, X23 works with Corvus. That's true. That's true. But very few. Yeah. I guess maybe if you're. Yeah, maybe she starts going in discard so, decks now. I don't know. So that's that's six but, energy on turn four. Yeah. The, I think the reason why she's done in discard red cards right now is like discard doesn't have the like recycled value that like a lot of that the destroy yeah. decks do with Deadpool. So but Corvus is right because like so the idea is like then you can go six six six. Yeah, that's fair. Thirty. That's fair. Uh, but Gladiator being there is nice. I might because I'm opening for Corvus and I like that X twenty three variant. I don't have Gladiator, so this is definitely. Definitely a week I'm opening three to four spotlight caches. Uh, but all right, um, no big deal. What do you think of Corvus over here? Well, then we're talking about Corvus and uh, Proxima. It's, mm-hmm. it's worth bringing up Meek as well. Um, you know, you don't have to pull it up or anything, but for the people, uh, for each card uh, discarded, it gains a plus one power and then moves. I think the move is more like a detriment. I don't think you're really going to use the move in a discard mm-hmm. deck, but just picture it like a one five to one nine 
power card and discard as well in uh, Modoc discard specifically. I was trying to think, can we make Corvus work in in Helidex? And I don't know. I mean, it's not targeted and it's random, so it's probably a Modoc discard. You want to hit your Apoc, your Swarms, um, and you know they just lost Chavez, and that was a massive, massive hit to the deck. So I think it does need a, a bit of a boost. I don't know if we're playing all three of these cards because you know you know it's a tight list. It's always been uh, pretty figured out, but I'm going to try to jam all three into the discard list personally and uh, just see how it feels because all three of them sound phenomenal. I think Meek for sure. Uh, you know, you want to open one, like for sure Meek's going in there. Corvus just, yeah, ramp and discard two cards. I mean, yeah, please hit my Swarm, my Proxima, my uh, Apoc. I mean, we're, we're just going to be printing value there. Probably not going to run X23. Sorry, Roy. I don't know, but maybe if you could figure it out, let me know and I'll copy your list. Uh, always happy to be wrong there. Uh, it's just the one, two, or ramp. I don't know. It, that sounds that sounds tricky for me. Um, but I could be wrong. We're all theory crafting. Um, yeah, I think it's a it's going to be really good in Modoc discard, in my opinion. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid. I'm uh I'm not really a big discard guy. I don't play that much discard. I was trying to think. In this card, I mean, the ramp is great. He's three, four great stats. And then like you just get a, it's like a better it's a better electro almost. But you do you got to put him in, uh, you know, decks where you actually discard cards. Right. So I think the Modoc is probably the best for him. He could go in like a really casino style Hella list, you know, but you're probably going to be discarding Hella all the time. Um, I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sold on this guy. To be honest, but like if you're having stuff like Proxima, Swarm, and Apoc, then you have three targets that are better, pretty good. Then maybe it is just like really good, right? Yeah. Um, what are you ramping out though in the discard list after this? Dracula, I don't know. Dracula Me- plus Meek, like you could do, you know, Meek, Dracula, you could do all kind, you could ramp out all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, I mean, that's what I was trying to think. There's mm-hmm. definitely um, games where you don't draw Modoc that you like mm-hmm. kind of have two kind of clunky cards. Mm-hmm. And being able yeah. to like play a, a four and a three, right? Playing like, you know, um, Dracula and what's her name? Um, who did who discards the highest? Uh, Sith, Sith. right? Yeah. yeah, like like on 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 turn six, right? That's that's pretty solid, right? So, oh, yeah. he's a good back. He's kind of like Howl Cow. Like he's a better Howl Cow, I think. Yeah. Right. Where like it's dangerous because sometimes even in how modoc discard you don't want to discard two random cards because it ends up hitting like your modoc and sith or something like something you needed to set up right your modoc and your dracula right on turn three and you're like oh my f- turn four and five are over uh okay but like i think it's a good big upside uh version of hell cow and i think it also causes you to rebuild the deck from scratch because i mm-hmm. bet there's a discard good stuff rampy deck that probably could exist yeah um but that would require people like laser to work on but i'm sure the skeleton is uh is, yeah um there but there's now like what five different good hits that you could run x23 wolverine proxima swarm and apoc like obviously i don't think you run all five but there's sort of five payoff cards uh, for an I effect i think like you this, might right? You yeah. run like five, then you run Dracula and you run sixes. Sure. Like that's a deck, right? Like, and this might just be just general good stuff where you don't run APAC and you cut like maybe one of those others. And then you run stuff like, um, 
you run stuff like a Darkhawk package, and you're just like, cool, now I can just like play Darkhawk and Shang-Chi and something else at the end of the game. Yeah. And, like, all that kind of shit seems like it's probably pretty good. And that's where I'm going to go with it. I think it's a good stuff card now. And I think we have a new good stuff package. Like, yeah. uh, which is awesome, right? Because there's two good stuff packages in the game right now. There's um the whatchamacallit piece, the obvious one, the Darkhawk one, and then there's the uh, Annihilus good stuff package. I think a third good stuff package built around discard would be really good. Yeah, that could be a really interesting. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Glazer. No, there's the move. Good. There's the move. Good stuff package too. Sorry. Continue. No, no. I'll say that. That sounds like a really interesting uh, uh, way to go about it. I, yeah, for me, it looks like it's uh, definitely going to jam it into a Modok deck for sure. And then uh, I, I think you want the the eight power from the Hellcout if you're going to go Casino Hella. The the eight power is like really significant in the Hella deck. Because uh, you actually get to choose where it goes, and it's eight. It's a four eight, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. I'd probably just prefer like I know you could ramp into a six, but you could always just play a five. It's you know in a hella, you're you're doing the hella thing. So giving up a five or a six, I don't think. But I think in a Modoc discard, like this this thing could be like really 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 good. Yeah, right. and Proxima just seems like an insane card to pair with this yeah. in a discard list. Like a four, like a six power for free in the lane that you needed the most. Like, ins- that's insane. Like I mean, maybe discard. Does discard have Storm again? Like, do you just play a Storm lane? Yeah. Remember, discard used to run Storm. Okay. You just play a random Storm and then leave the Storm lane alone. Then eventually you get the Proxima to go in there and possibly your Meek. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's insane. It's yeah. it's this. I might I might I might play discard. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, you get if there's going to be games where you hit Wolverine and Proxima, and your turn three play was just three fourteen. Yeah, I mean, and it's three. Um, I mean, if it hits Swarm, that's zero six, right? So if it hits Swarm, that's even more power. That's three sixteen on turn four. And that's just silly. Like this card is nuts. It's completely nuts. Yeah, Proxima's great, but like Proxima, Proxima's homes are obvious. Yeah, got it right. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's funny that she's paired here with Dakin, who I think her and Glaive kind of like make Dakin obsolete in in Hella discard. Um, I think a four six that always reliably produces four six without the risk of the one cost sword sometimes really screwing you over, which sometimes happens in discard uh depending on like what order you draw cards i think is 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 better um so yeah i i think it's super cool that discord card discord discard is getting these tools because i do think it's fallen under since america has been gone and so i think these cards both i think have obvious slots in discard but also sort of push it in in new directions so I'm excited to see sort of where it goes. And I think that this is definitely a month that's going to, despite the fact I literally could not care less about any of these Marvel characters that they're going to get me to open my wallet uh, this month. Cause there's a lot of really interesting but, cards, which I definitely can't say, I'll be honest with you for this month. I've been really unimpressed by all the cards, both on a character level and on a power level this month. Characters suck. Power level's great. <laughs> I'm excited yeah, for discard as well to become less linear. Mm-hmm. You know, before you could just add up, you just do math and you know if you win or lose discard. Oh, now with all nah. these like Meek and Proxima and you know, it's like you don't know what's coming. So like it's I like that more. 
All right. Speaking of not knowing what's coming, the next card in our uh, it's the next season. It's, it's the, next the Avengers season. versus X Men season. Uh, we are getting. Be... Let's talk some quick variants here. We are get we get Hope Summers, and obviously Hope variant. That's the season pass. Hope is busted. We get a cool Iron Man. Yet another freaking Magneto because they love giving us Magnetos. Popular a character. Hope Summers card back and an Avengers card back. This is going to sell a bajillion, bajillion season pass. It is by tricking you that it's going to feature really interesting Avengers and really interesting X Men, and it has maybe two really interesting Avengers and really interesting X Men in it. But uh, I mean, that well, there's only four cards, like five cards that come out this season. So that's uh, is yeah. But I mean, Hope is kind of her own thing, but. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I will continue to complain about the characters they feature, but uh, I'm glad to have a War Machine card though, which we'll get to. Love War Machine. Go, go, Rody. Um, all right, let's talk about Hope herself. Um, so Hope is a three-three, uh, sort of like getting in that sort of like Summers family three-cost design space, which is weird to think, but I think every Summers, including Jean. Oh no, Havoc's not, right? Isn't it isn't a three cost? Is it two? No. But all the other ones, like Gene, Cyclops, and Cable are all three cost, right? Yes. But Cyclops uh, Cable was just made a three cost recently, right? Yeah, but hey, he is now. So uh anyway, all continuing this summer's meta. After you play a card here, you get plus two energy next turn. All right, no big deal. What do you think? is hope summer is a big deal yeah uh that's a great segue and that's you know i mean we're just gonna do all broken cards now like what are we doing i I don't know maybe i don't know exactly how this works um if i play a wasp and another card is that plus four energy like sure because that's uh that's completely cracked uh i mean even just on its own i mean this this sounds this sounds batshit crazy to me I, i don't know I don't even know how to react. This sounds broken. <laughs> Kid? Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're printing this card the way that it is. There's just no it way. Is. This is just uh, this is Electro, but a thousand times better. Why yeah. would you ever play Electro in any deck when you can play this deck? It, it, you could play more than one card, and it gives you more energy. It's just like you're getting free gins from like your own cards. It's this is ridiculous. This card's insane. There's no way they keep it the way that it is. I, I bet you they do. It's, it's like wild that they can have my ten dollars easily. This yeah. gotta be like a five three. They gotta change this to like a five three, and maybe we can talk. No, no way, no way. Uh, this is very, very good friends with Kitty Pride. <laughs> that is yeah. plus mana after the first time you do it. Yeah, so. well, it's plus the first time you do it. It's plus one right kitty costs one you're getting plus two yeah but it's slow at that point like after that it just goes sure, sure, sure. Uh, so you could always play some black swan and make kitty free and you know <laughs> jeff and spider-man and everything yeah. else work pretty silly with this vision just you know you should have fundamentally infinite amount with this card it's still not the most broken card that they've spoiled i think it's the second most broken card yeah. um, i'm not even sure this is better than super giant to be honest because i think super giant might break the game like I think this is just like turns the game off. 
I think like why? Oh, go ahead, Ray. No, go, no, ahead. go ahead, Vicky. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, why would you ever play Electro over this card? Why? I mean, they do that sometimes, though, right? Like where they'll just release a card and be like, "Now you don't play that other card." Yeah, most, most card games do that. Yeah, I mean, I think there are theoretical game theory reasons that you would want want to run Electro. Right? He's lane neutral. This requires you to play in a specific lane, which opens you to a different set of counterplay than Electro mm-hmm. does. Right. So Electro only lets you play one card and raises your energy, but you can play them in any lane. Here, you basically are kind of wanting to play two cards a turn with Hope, right? Like in her lane to trigger her ability and maybe somewhere else, right? Because otherwise you'll fill up fast or open to counterplay like Junk or a Goblin or um, something like that. So like, I think she is just straight up better than Electro, but there's, you know, there are theoretical reasons that you would want to run Electro and not her. This seems like it might be better than Elsa on release, you know? Like, just think about all the restrictions you just outlined. Elsa had even more of them. You had mm-hmm. to fill the entire lane up, and then she would give a plus two power. What would you rather have, plus two power or plus three. two energy? Elsa was plus three. Oh, plus three power, sorry. But what would you rather have, plus three power or plus two energy? Like, this is this is completely busted to me. Um, is it I, I, don't, I don't get it. Uh, I hope... I hope we don't see this card. I, my my hope is running out. <laughs> are, are we are, serious? Question: Are we sure this is better than Super Giant? So, oh, go ahead. I don't know. Go ahead. Big, no big deal. Oh, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I can't answer. <laughs> I think on its face, Hope Summers is better than Super Giant. I think Super Giant mm-hmm. does more complex and probably just like more powerful. And like way you play Marvel Snap things, like making your opponents call, like there's all kinds of weird things with her. Hope's a pretty straightforward card at the end of the day. Yes. It's like, yeah. what do you, you play cards in her lane, you get a ton of energy, mana, whatever, and you play other cards, right? It's just sort of like Marvel Snap tie at, at X2 speed, right? While mm-hmm. I think Supergiant requires you to really think about the rules of Marvel Snap and how not your opponent not revealing cards or or you not revealing your cards can be abused like super this card just this card's a great season pass card if you're gonna in that sense right she's easy to read easy to understand easy to internalize that she's good while super giant is you know like a more advanced card right if you're like really thinking about card design like it is good to have hope at like a more common or uncommon level of a of sort of rarity and accessibility of players and super giant a harder card to get your hands on because only more experienced players would generally get access to her. Her, right? Super giants are her. Um right, so ready, ready? Yeah. Hope Summers. Super giant. This is the play pattern. Electro. Modoc. <laughs> you say Modoc. <laughs> Modoc turn six, because Electro's because uh, hell is not revealing until the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> that's great. Or you mean Hope Summers Wasp into Galactus turn four? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Uh, if... uh, you only have five. Oh, plus two energy. Oh, oh on, on turn, turn four. four. Here, here, here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I'm misinterpreting this. I haven't I haven't read read this card like too much or thought about it too much. If the say Meek's coming out next week, right? If this card comes on instead, is it the best card in all of Marvel Snap? Right now? Like, number uh, one. Right now, yes. 
So right? that's, like, that's what yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to no, say. Like this is so, this but, is like but, this is the best but, card in the game, right? Like this I don't, is just I don't the best think card. it's better. I don't think it's better. Than, I don't think it's better than Super Giant. I honestly don't. I think Super Giant might break the game. Yeah, yeah, no, and Super Giant might be better. Like I don't know, but I'm just saying this card comes out instead of Meek. You yes. know, in the in the in the cash, like mm-hmm. I mean, it's we're we're than... we're in tier zero. Like it's, so, I don't know. I think, you know, we'll, we'll this, see. We'll this, see this Super Giant and Black Swan would all immediately be the best card in Marvel Snap. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. I, all these really cards are crashed, Again, I think Super Giant is a really fiddly powerful card. So I get mm-hmm. what Glazer is, is saying. But mm-hmm. I think, I do think, yeah, fundamentally, Hope Summers is just a better card just simply because she's just so obviously good. And Super Giant does kind of ask you to do some work. While Hope, you can literally just put Hope in literally every single deck. Yeah, yes. and the opportunity cost is like solo. Super Giant like isn't gonna so, be that good okay, in so, that sense. Yes, what I'm talking about is best deck in the game. Is sorry, best card is the card that is likely to be in the best deck. Mm-hmm. And like you'll run Hope in that, but Super Giant will be why it's the best deck is my working assumption. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I think fine. like to Roy's point, I agree with Roy a little bit in the sense that I think maybe at like higher levels of play, Super Giant mm-hmm. will probably be better when people actually you know understand the concepts and fundamentals of the game and card mechanics. But this is like a great season pass card because they're going to sell a lot of season passes because it's ridiculous and it's easy to play. Mm-hmm. And hope so, is a popular, compelling character. Yeah, it, it's also worse than the next card because the next card is the most broken thing they've ever printed. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, this card's sick. Oh no. <laughs> All right, so Pixie is a one three, which is interesting stat line, um, and she is an on reveal. Shuffle the costs of all of your cards in your deck, so that means you just like randomize the cost of the cards remaining in your deck. Correct? Some mm-hmm. in a negative. Oh, we don't know. It could completely randomize it, or it could literally say if you have a one and a six and a five in your deck they're all just going to get shuffled up. You'll still have a one, a six, and a five. You see what I mean? Just no, on, yeah. like, different, cards, just on yeah. different cards. We don't know. Yeah, that's e- what e- I think, but who knows? You're right. At either rate, playing this card with Mobius is a fucking problem. Well, yeah, I'm mad they gave away the sauce in the spotlight <laughs> cache. They, they have it with Mobius. I'm like, damn, why'd they give that away? I didn't even notice Andrew Duell was like, by the way, play them together. It's like, oh, well, shit. Okay, so they're caught. So Mobius turns off any benefit they get from it. Benefit. Well, Mobius will turn off any downside. You play Pixie, right? Well, yeah. Any, any. Yes, yes, yes. Any. Mobius says your cost, cost what they cost based. But that means like, let's say like either way, right? Like that means anytime you got a worse result, Mobius cancels it. Anytime you get a better result, you win the game. So Mobius cancels both the downside for you and the upside in the mirror for your opponent. Correct. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Mobius is cracked. Um, I mean, I think Glazer is might is. So I think Pixie is theoretically one of the most powerful cards they've ever printed. The question is: Is doing the work to maximize her ability worth it? So I think the the safety blades and glazers of the world are gonna like really love and uh, of this, but the like KM best audience people who are like the like we want the most straightforward, powerful, like consistent deck with minimal cost of entry aren't gonna like this, right? Because like I think Pixie 
like to maximize her is going to require like a lot of work to figure out like what cards make sense to shuffle around their cost. If particularly if it's like you move the cost here and what is the opportunity cost of running like Magneto versus death? Like there's all kinds of like weird things. I don't think you just slap Pixie in every deck and you get what you want. Um, so I think it would be I think she's a wait and see powerful card for me. I think uh I think you put her in the Thanos deck and you you just print cubes at that point, right? It, like because any Thanos deck is gonna be, you know, five five five, six, 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 right? And then a bunch of ones. You draw the ones with your, you know, mind stone, whatever. Um this this is gonna be insane yeah. in Thanos, I think. The other uh, easy like insane any Thanos deck. It's just like I, 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 however they shuffle it, it just sounds like just batshit crazy in Thanos. I don't know. I, I mean, I think, I think, yeah, Lockjaw is going to be wild. I think it's going to really depend. Like, if it's just shuffle the already existing costs that your cards have, then it's going to be a ridiculously good card. Mm-hmm. If it's like completely randomize everything, then it's like welcome to the casino, right? But then yeah. I guess you just play a bunch of high cost cards. And hope you draw Pixie early, and you're like, all right, they're all going to be cheaper. And the only low cost card you need to run in that deck, say like you run Quinjet and you run Loki. Yeah, right. Like Wait. you run, you run Pixie, Mobius, Quinjet, Loki, and then just a bunch of high cost. Does Quinjet, if if it's complete randomized, no, but, Quinjet's only going to benefit your Loki. Otherwise, it's kind yeah. of yeah. Okay, start. I was like confused. I was but like, like, but like, okay. but, but now you don't have a dead draw, right? Like you're just like, oh no, I didn't. I just have a Loki in hand. Okay, I guess I'll just play your deck better than you. And then, like, if not, you Pixie and play your deck as completely crack level. And then you know, Mobius. And like, it's just there's. Almost no way this doesn't end up working. This is the card they'll change. I yeah, think they're that, probably going to change it to like a four or five, which is not going to be not going to solve the problem. But hey, whatever. I think in a four or five, it becomes a lot less risky. Yeah, because at least at that point, Glazer, you're not uh, you're only drawing, drawing two more yeah. cards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As a, uh, that that really <laughs> is the balancing answer, right? You just got to increase yeah. your costs, and then you're just going to draw less cards. And then less, you know, because Mr. Negative, like, yeah, if you play Mr. Negative on four, it's not that crazy, you know, but if you play it on three, it's like insane, you know, it's just that's like the line. So, you know, this you're playing it on one, like that's that's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, one or two, right? Like, it's very strong. I I agree 100% with New Big Deal. I think Pixie is the easy, without even changing her text, I think she's one of the easiest cards to balance on cost wise. You just constantly increase her cost until she becomes a pure meme, right? Mm-hmm. So or you find that right balance where I think negative is, where he's really powerful, but the work you have to do to get consistency with him is just, like, not worth it. Mm-hmm. And, right, like, and Pixie does run that risk. Like, yeah, you swap your costs around, and two turns in a row you draw the remaining six-cost reality stone, and, you know, you know six-cost... I don't know, something else or five costs. I think got shifted, right? Not wasp, the, yeah. Yeah. Wasp, not the one cost blob or whatever. Right. Like Ooh, I think yeah. that's, that's where she could be the more you increase her cost. And I think I could definitely see her for a month being at one, three. And if she's as cracked as everybody says, let her run wild. And then she could become a four or a five cost. And then you'll run into a million ladder and be like, 
I think I'm going to stay in this game because I bet you didn't draw your good cards. Because frequently, that's how I be yeah. negative. It's just like, I don't yeah. know. There, there's only like a 25% chance that you drew the stuff that you need. And it's not going to happen. And most of the time, it doesn't happen. So uh, anyway, let's move on to the next card here, which is Mockingbird. Uh, a largely forgotten Avenger at this point, sadly, I would say. Uh, do love Mockingbird, classic Mockingbird, though. All right, she's a five cost, nine strength, and she costs one less for each card you have in play that didn't start in your deck. She comes the same month as Man Thing and Miss Marvel, uh, and that's a real both really cool variants for those as well. So pretty desirable month to open cards. So the kid, will you be opening Spotlight Caches to get Mockingbird here? Yes, and but looking all looking at all these cards makes me more sad because all these cards are so broken with Thanos that they're just gonna nerf Thanos some more, and I'm just really sad about that. Like this card, a five nine is gonna be a zero to three cost, probably maximum if you're playing a Thanos deck. If you for some reason want to play Squirrel Girl, she's a a three nine. Um, so you know, or any if you're playing, even if you're playing her, maybe throw her in like a Loki deck. Um, if you're, you know, having like agent 13, I mean, if you, you got to play those cards, but you know, Thanos is the best home for her. I think any, any one of the stones, they don't start in your deck. You're going to be playing stones all game. That's your game plan. And she just will become really, really low, a low nine cost, nine power card. It's a really good card in Thanos. Yeah. Nine, nine power. I mean, you know, Stature's, Stature's a six-power card, you know? Like, this kind of reminds me of Stature. Like, if I'm playing, um, say, Absorbing Man Brood deck, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even just the Brood, though. Say that I just play Brood, or I'm playing Surfer, I just play Brood. That's a 3-9 now, right? I mean, Dazzler's, a, like, a, what, a 3-8? Like, you know, and you With have to do a lot of work to get that 3-8. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, that card's dog, obviously, but, like, you know. Uh, yeah, this, this sounds pretty good, but, uh, you know, after we line it up with the last like five cards that we talked about it seems fair almost right <laughs> I mean, everyone plays gladiator now right like gladiator it's like oh my god a three eight this is gonna be a three eight 90 percent of the time like it'll occasionally be a two eight or a, sorry a, sorry a two nine or a four nine but this is usually just gonna be a three nine like you yeah. play it with the hood Right, like you just like it just goes in that package, and like I'll happily play a four nine in that deck. Like it's just you play it all over the place. Um, you run debris, and now like it's a three nine, right? Like you run debris and the demon, and now it's a two nine. Like even outside of Thanos, which obviously I don't know, like what the fuck they're thinking with Thanos right now. <laughs> but like I just I'm confused. I genuinely don't get it anymore. But like. There's just so many broken things right now, like that they're doing with Thanos, and like Mockingbird is way overstated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, nine's dangerous. Can't be Shang too, you know. Like so. she should just be a, like she's really good as a six, a six, uh, like a seven, a five seven is a fine stat line for her. She's great. Yeah, for sure. Because even if you like, you, like if you play Squirrel Girl, she's a three seven. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I'll be opening for this. Is she a series five? I'm assuming. Yeah, uh, they, everything early on is series five. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, yeah. So, whatever. 
All this right. is also okay. sorry, before we go on, this is also people's first chance to get the mighty Ms. Marvel literally four months after she comes out. Is it four months? Yeah, three months. That's, that's right? cool. She came she out was, in November, no, she so was, December, January, March. February. This is March. March, March a, right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't love that, but what are you going to do? Should have bought the season pass. Yeah, should have bought the season <laughs> pass. Buy the season pass. <laughs> that's what you should have done. Like, yeah. That's it's actually just, one of the times, just... Glazer, that there's actually a clear answer. Yeah, it's just a subscription model game, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and now the saddest card of all of these. Cannonball. Just, I mean, I love Cannonball, but when I think AV, AVX, I'm like, oh, man. Really wanted to make a Cannonball card for that month. All right, so Cannonball. On reveal, move an enemy card away from here. Oh, he, he costs five, and he has eight strength. So on reveal, move an enemy card away from here and add a rock where it was. If it can't move, destroy it to add the rock. The kid. Blazer, why, Blazer, why, why, are you, why are you sad about this card? He's a big Cannonball cool. fan. I'm a, it's partially probably one. I like Cannonball a lot, and I don't like Stegron a lot, and I don't want to pay five for Stegron. <laughs> well, it's, it's like Stegron meets Spider-Man 2099, right? Like, if all the limits are full... If everything but... else is full, which, is, which means I'm playing this on turn six. And now I'm playing a five, eight, and six. Yeah, the, the well five the X right because if you destroy their card, it's you know m- minus sure. whatever for them. But like if the, if every lane is filled, odds are like some of the things that I've used to fill them are like goblins <laughs> and rocks. And <laughs> great, I killed that rock that I replaced <laughs> with a rock. All right, the kid. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean. This unfortunately, this seems like the most fair card out of the all the broken ones, the last ten broken ones that we read. The most um, bad card, bad. Yeah, bad. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know how good he's gonna. Be. I don't think he's gonna be great. But I mean, if you're like losing a lane, um, you know, you could use him to yeet out a card of that lane and, and just you know take win the lane right on turn five. If they filled the lane and you're like losing, you could just. Maybe use him. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. He, I'm, I think Stegron. I'm. Co- I'm coping. Just play Stegron. But like this this throws a rock, so they can't they can't put anything oh, in that okay, so lane yes, anymore. That's fair. That's fair. I guess. Like, <laughs> so you know how often I fill Junk a lane eye. on. You know how often I fill a lane on turn five, unless you made me. Yeah. Like never, right? No, like, you don't. I know. I'm coping. I know. It's like, hey, uh, you know, you could rely on your opponents being really bad, and this card is mediocre still. Instead of bad, this card sucks. I love how he's a five eight, and the last one's a zero nine. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, look, they want you to buy this card because it has a really good kitty variant and a grossly horny ghost spider variant that a lot of people are going to buy. <laughs> so, like, this is not a good ghost spider variant. I didn't say good. I said grossly yeah. horny glazer. Yeah, There's, yeah, like, it's a little uncomfortable actually to me. Um, <laughs> but good kitty variant though. Um, I don't like it, but whatever. It's got good. It's got good, like happy kitty energy, which is nice. It's got lockjaw. Well, she in the comics right now. She's an assassin murdering uh, people, and she doesn't <laughs> smile. Yes, I know. That's not my. Fa- that's not my preferred kitty. So, enough me neither. Uh, but anyway, I think that we got. Do we? That's it, right? For cards, right? No, nope, one more. No, one more. One more. You okay. forgot the one you want to. Uh, talk the one about. I want to talk. About. War Machine. All right, I'll be opening this month because I don't own either silk or silver samurai so there we go and then i love rudy so war machine four for six 
on reveal until end of next turn. Nothing can stop you from playing cards anywhere. Sick of that lockjaw or excuse me, lockdown meta. Brody's got you. All right. Uh, no big deal. I'm going to ask you again. Is this card a big deal? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, you know, the, the I don't think the can I didn't say cannonball. Cannonball is probably a skip week, right? Like you said, it's just a five eight stagron, a mm-hmm. little bit of a little bit of spice with the rocks. Um, but if they buff uh, the power on cannonball, I, I could see it being decent, like five nine, five ten, something like that. But uh, yeah, this uh, this card just reads what like turn all your cards into Jeff. Like that yeah. sounds pretty good. I mean, Jeff's a pretty good card. Um, I could just cut Jeff from my deck now. I don't need it. I could just put a war, take Jeff out, put my war machine. Nothing until the end of the next turn. Nothing stop you from playing anywhere. So even, um, yeah, no, no, it's just, it's just Jeff because yeah, Death Domain, your card will still die. So um, yeah, just turn all your cards into into Jeff. That sounds really good for a four six to me. Yeah, this this card seems really really good. I'm pretty excited about this card. Turn all your cards into Jeff. That means like you can just put big cards into the Space Throne. Um, you know, Sanctum Sanctorum, Flooded Lanes, Professor X Lanes, everything. It's open season, baby, with War Machine. This is going to be wild. <laughs> it's just going to be it's going to be crazy, and it's just your cards, not theirs. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. all your cards are Jeff. So it's like a huge advantage with this guy. You know, and especially with all the locations where you can't play, he's going to be he's going to be great. I think he's going to be a really good card. <laughs> I think he's a great mid-range card. Yeah. He's like competes with Iron Lad for a deck spot, right? He's the exact same style of card where it's just like, I want to run a card that does a good thing for my deck and I don't have anything specific I want. You're going to be like, oh, do I want Iron Lad or War Machine? (laughs) And like, it's the first card they've released in that spot where I'm like, oh shit, I might actually want this over Iron Lad. And that's great. Yeah, if you're seeing any level of uh, Prof X or Storm in the meta, right? Like, it, the answer is War Machine, right? But maybe you play Zabu, you play both. Your Iron Lad procs the War Machine. You're not too upset about that either. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. And they're both Iron Man adjacent cards. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Solidarity. True. The Iron Man theme, I guess, is coming together. Uh, though actually, none of the Iron Man cards actually have anything in common with each other. Now that I'm thinking about it. Iron Lad hitting Iron Man is very good. That, well, that's, Iron Lad hitting almost <laughs> anything with an ability is good, Aaron. So, like, okay. Not if it's a goblin. That's true. I said almost. <laughs> I did I did qualify myself. But you deserve that if you're running Iron Lad in your goblin deck. I, I did once. I hit it on the first game, and I went, oh, well. <laughs> that's why I'm, <laughs> it's like, that's why we're not doing that. Um, Oops. And uh, I think you haven't seen a lot of Silk or Silver Samurai in the caches, right? So it's... Uh, Silk's been in a few times. It has yeah, been in a few times. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll be opening this not only just because I like Brody, but I do not have either of these other cards. So um, seems like a good week to open for me. All right. That brings us to the end of our discussion of cards that we 100% know. But there are some other cards that we know probably exist. We're getting a uh, Eternal Season uh, that's got Arashim, Gilgamesh, Phantos, is that how you say it? Phastos. Phastos, Cersei, Athena. Cool. Maybe to celebrate, I don't know, the three, four year anniversary of Eternals coming out. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Deadpool Season is coming, probably to synergize with the Ryan Reynolds movie that's coming out this summer with Ajax and Copycat and Hydra Bob. So... All your favorite Deadpool characters for you Deadpool people. Uh, 
yeah. And then Young Avengers with a, a Hulkling, a Kate Bishop, a Marvel Boy. Yep, Marvel Boy. And Speed and Wiccan. So that, I imagine, is we've got popular characters uh, for that one. And which is interesting that they're already coming out with them because Young Avengers is probably coming out in a couple of years. But we'll see. Um, I'm excited for the Young Avengers season. I love all of those characters. Hopefully they come up with cool designs. I could definitely take or leave all these other characters, though. Um, bots, friends. Sure. Arishim, yeah. Was... Anti-Galactus. Now you have five locations. <laughs> that would be pretty cool, but... Uh, no big deal. The kid, do you have any characters here that you're excited for? Uh, anything to say about sort of these possible upcoming seasons? I would be... Oh. Safe bet is May is when Deadpool season is coming out. Because that's when the movie's coming out, but I don't know too much about the the characters. But well, Gilgamesh in the the what's the anime where it's like uh, it keeps it keeps redoing the same uh, uh, games over and over again. Oh god, I shouldn't have went on that without thinking of the name. Uh, oh man, it's like twenty five eps, and then they redo the games, and then it happens every twenty five years or something. The and they do the Hunger prequel. Games. Anyway, Gilgamesh is in that. He's sick. He's like master of all the weapons. So I don't know if the, uh, he works the same where he's a master of a bunch of weapons. Uh, yeah, but that's I'd what be he very is. Very funny. He's that. Um, also, uh, uh, dead for the Deadpool characters. I think Gina Carano's in that movie. And if you watch the early uh, UFC days, she was a killer uh, back in back in the UFC, like the early days, like you know, 15, 20 years ago now. Uh, absolute killer in the ring, and so if her one of her characters is Ajax, copycat or Hydra Bob, I'll be fired up for that. Uh, kid, I what she's do you think? Domino what? is she not just Domino? No, right. Gina Carrero, uh, Carano, Carano. Uh, yeah, she was a she was a monster. She was in the first Deadpool movie, so I don't I don't and I don't think she's currently in Marvel Snap. So Royal figured out the kid. I'm not gonna lie. I don't really know any of these people. I'm not a big, huge comic book guy. I'm very sorry, but I'm I'm happy to for them to come out as cards and for me to play them as cards. So, <laughs> Young Avengers is one of my favorite comic runs ever. The Gillen one specifically. This is those characters. I'm here for it. Gimme. Yep. Kate and Wiccan are two of my favorite. Uh, they're not even in the modern age of Marvel anymore. Like, because yeah, yeah. we're old. But, yep. Uh, favorite character that were made in 2006. Yes. Uh, but anyway. That are, as old, that are as old now as our as students. Spider-Man was when we were growing up. No, not Glazer. No, not quite. Glazer, your math is really bad. But they are yeah, definitely as old as our students As old are. as Wolverine was when we were growing up. That's closer. That's closer. So... Uh, anyway, uh, let's move into, I believe, our variant of the week here. Our f- Hold on, uh, real quick. Sure. Uh, sorry, sorry, Roy. Uh, fate, fate Zero. Fate Zero, Fate Stay Night. Uh, for the weebs, for the weebs out uh, there. That was the, an- that was the anime uh, I was referencing, sorry. Uh, so whoever it's a, it's was screaming pop, at their popular one. I'm sure people listening will know what I'm talking about. I'm sure they will. Gilgamesh uh, crazy in that, in that anime. All right. <laughs> Variant of the week, since we are now in a Quake meta. Oh, uh, sorry. Oh, I thought I was still there. And then no. I looked. All right. Like, there we there. go. Aaron, sorry for our loyal <laughs> listeners. Glazer just could not get the images to work. All right. So who picked this Quake over here on the left? I think uh, me and No Big Deal both did. The brothers. Right. 
I think it's got a cool. Uh, I think it's got a cool dystopian kind of gothic vibe, and I think it's 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 really cool. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, I was thinking Gothquake. This is Gothquake right here. No, and, it's uh, talk, it's yeah, talk to like the hand. Fan of the dark art uh, aesthetic, you know, <laughs> and she's rocking it. Talk to the hand because the face don't want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's got some attitude. I like it. Glazer, why did you pick the one on the right here, which is the Quake crashing down, showing off her powers, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., Secret Agent era. Uh, so, secret, no, not Secret Agent. Secret Wars, the Bendis Secret Wars. Secret Warriors. Or, no, well, Secret Wars is what she appeared in, the Bendis version. Yes, but, then, but then Secret Warriors is the book she was the star of, yeah. and that's why she's here, because Secret Warriors is one of my favorite books. It was... um. It was fantastic. It was it was not Bendis. It was actually Hickman, like early Hick, Marvel Hickman, and he just basically did a spy book with Nick Fury and Quake, and it was phenomenal. Where Fury was basically tra- uh, training Quake to be the new Fury, and it was an excellent book. And that's basically what this art is, and that's a really really good comic run that no one remembers but me. And sure. yours, right? Mine is the Quake on the drums. I think this is a good mix between like capturing the nature of the character and being goofy. Uh, I like a lot of the like casual band variants for that. They, the better ones do a good job of both keeping to the essence of the character, which is definitely Quake with sort of both her kind of like anger, but also, and her powers, but also just like a fun, goofy little image. Uh, I do like Glazer's one as well, but I was like, I'm going to go with this because I think this is one of the best band uh, variant ones. So, yeah, I, I will say the Pixel Quake is pretty cool too. That's the one I've been playing in game. You know, the, the animations are actually pretty cool. It's actually I like it for a Pixel. No, no, the, it's a Quake does have a good Pixel, but I've yeah. I've been banned from picking Pixels, so uh, <laughs> no one no, no one banned him from this. He banned uh, himself. Right, no one yeah, cared. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The, let listen to the fake news Glazer's giving there. All right, <laughs> so uh, this brings us to the end of our. Our episode. Uh, so every time, though, we do remind, give our uh, guests the opportunity to remind our loyal listeners and loyal viewers what their content is and where to find them. So no big deal. The kid, where can our loyal listeners and loyal viewers go if they want to become your loyal listeners and loyal viewers? Uh, all right. I'll say, you know, the youtube.com slash at the super snap bros is where we have our podcast in video form. Also, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, every podcast platform is How Can She Snap. Um, you can find me on X slash Twitter, the kid underscore snap. Um, me and No Big Deal just are a couple of casual idiots that talk about the game and joke around and just try and have a good time and don't take ourselves or this game too seriously. So uh, just just all about having fun. No yeah, big deal. The, the kid underscore snap is a good follow. You know, I'm still trying to figure out the X uh, Twitter app. Um, I, you know, I'm kind of old fashioned. I'm not great with this technology stuff. Uh, you know, uh, doing, doing my best. Uh, but yeah, it, it, you know, th- thanks for uh, thanks for having us on, boys. Uh, you know, we really, really appreciate it. And uh, this was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed this. Podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. This was a ton of fun. This is really, really, really good. You know, it's fun. Funny. We listen to you guys every single week. So cool. to actually be on here is like. Wow. It, it feels really good and it's like it's really a cool experience and we really appreciate it honestly awesome thrilled to have you on i love your show uh also mr no big deal you need to let your ex go it's really the problem just you got to stop trying to figure out just let her go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right i didn't do my sales pitch roy you cannot transition us away um marvel snap is a game and games should be fun 
and their podcast is crazy fun. We go awfully into the weeds with shit on this podcast, largely because I'm an obsessive person. Um, but like, if you would like to actually smile at the game you, you spend your free time with, you need to listen to How Can She Snap? So go subscribe right now. You can uh, get the rest of our spiel after you've subscribed. Hit that button on their YouTube. Subscribe on whatever podcast app you're listening to this to. And then you can come back and hear Roy's spiel and rate us and join the page on all that stuff. The podcast is freaking amazing. They're really good people. Follow them. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, yeah, we had a blast with you coming on, too. That was a great time. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right, Aaron, do you want so I actually did not listen to this exact part last week. Do you read all of the patrons or for our loyal listeners or do you or do you just leave this I, slide I up? It, it's one of it's one of the tiers of support. Oh, awesome. So one of the tiers of support on our Patreon comes with on air. Thanks from your host. I should make Roy try to pronounce these names because That's I not- guarantee is never <laughs> we say them. We've got our friend models. Pretty chill. Fathor Newman, who you need to check out on YouTube. Inc. No Flex, Mandatory Burnout, Matt Conduit 23. I didn't change Josh Rapidaka's name, but he is Good Dog Gamer. Sorry. Good Dog, dog Gamer on my regular slides. Kiertix Lee, Mikey Hijinks, Rob Silverman, Matt H., Rob Rivern, Abigail Gieslin, Direwolf, Ocularis, Louis Antunes, who's one of my former students, just for the record, JD McDonaldino, who you should follow on Twitch, and our friend Min, who is Rito in disguise and will be on next week. And you can also follow on Twitch. Awesome, awesome. All right, we want to thank all of our patrons once again, our patrons, whatever you want to say it, for supporting us and supporting Glazer and continuing to make the YouTube channel uh, something that he's able to do beyond these awesome Marvel Snap episode, uh, Zone episodes that we do. All right, so this actually does bring us to another end, the end of another episode here of all new Snap Judgments. I want to thank Big Deal and The Kid for joining us once again. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank man. you. Peace. Uh, all right, Aaron, we are bringing yet another one of these episodes to an end. It is, as always, absolutely lovely to do this with you most weeks in and out. Peace and love, everybody. All right, friends, that absolutely brings us to another episode. I will see you in two weeks, but Glazer and friends will see you in one week. Until then, keep on snapping and stay safe.